It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, Kyle Pitts, Desmond Ritter, they need some work. Are the Braves October ready? And last but not least, and for the culture, Jamar Chase, man. You probably shouldn't have chased it. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. ATL Day Ones is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up in 10 minutes, are the Braves October ready? And I ain't talking about just for the playoffs. I'm talking about for a World Series. We'll talk about that. But first, Dylan. My main man, Matthews, is joining us today. He's been with us before, so you know I have to give a big old introduction. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, <laughs> hey, my man is the big timer, 5 to 6 a.m., you know, uh, hosting his own show and the producer of the morning shift for 1990 Game, man. Welcome, my brother. What's going on, Jarvis? Appreciate you having me, man. And yeah, the people know already know what's going on. They know yeah, how I'm man. coming. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, appreciate you always uh, having me on. And, and uh, shout out to T for doing, you know, Doing great work out there in uh in, in the motherland, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh man. shout out to her she as well. So yes. good to good <laughs> exactly. So good to feel <laughs> her and always good Literally. to chop it up with you, brother. Absolutely, man. We, but we're gonna get right into it, man. Hey, you know, like before before we get started, like I got have to let you know that I don't yeah. mention the other team in New York's name on the show. Like we don't oh, talk about the name fine. their name. Nah, we'll talk about cool. the Mets, you know what I'm saying, because yeah. we own them, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but we don't talk about the Yankees because I, ooh, oh, I just, I just, I just broke my own rule. You room. just broke your I'm tripping. Room. <laughs> I'm tripping. You got so, so I just came for Flyer Brent, so y'all forgive me because you know yeah. heat and everything, all that stuff. We, you know, we're gonna get into got that. Got a little delusional. Yeah, got me a little delusional, but we got a little delulu as the young folks say. Right. But you know, to to get this thing started, man, Friday night is going down. The starters, we know that Arthur Smith has said that, hey, the starters are going to play. I know a lot of people have been t- um, anticipating what Desmond Ritter will look like with all these weapons and everything like that. And one of those weapons is B. John Robinson. He was drafted in the first round, you know, first uh, running back taken in the top 10 since Saquon Barkley. Yes, that's yep. quite a little bit of a little time ago, you know what I'm saying, a little time ago. <laughs> but I, I think that for me, I've been kind of, catering towards some of the guys that I want to see on the defense, but mm-hmm. who are you going to be looking for, you know, specifically as far as, all right, I'll, I'm ready to see this guy play. I want to get my eyeballs on him. Honestly, it's, for me, it's got to be Desmond Ritter. Look, I think when you talk about the defense, you definitely, I definitely would like to see uh, Clark Phillips just to quickly mention him. I know he's been a little banged up. He's back in practice now. Still not sure if they're going to let him play on Friday, you know, they might, they're probably going to be more careful. So I'm not sure he gets any preseason time, uh, but I, I would like to see Clark Phillips, but the number one guy for me, Jarvis still is Desmond Ritter. Look, yeah. I was one of those proponents and I know some people were against it, but I'm one of the proponents of, I wanted to see him last Friday because yeah. I know we got to see him in four games. I understand that there's a risk to play him, but there's a risk every time you go out there on that football field, just to be quite frank about it. We go it. to practice, shoot. Yeah. It, it, exactly. So yeah, what I'm saying is, 
I wanted to see him get all the reps he possibly could. I don't think too many reps at this stage of the game for Desmond Ritter uh, is too many reps. All the reps for him, I think, will be good reps, uh, good experience for Desmond Ritter. So he's the one I'm most excited to see. Obviously, I'm ready to see Bijan, but again, I think at the end of the day, Bijan will be fine. But it is going to be uh, good to get him with some reps at game speed, actual NFL game speed, and get him, you know, feeling what the NFL is all about. But for me, it's Desmond Ritter. I think he can't have too many reps at, at this stage of the game. You know, again, I know four games, he, he got that in. But still, as the full-time guy, knowing he's going to be the guy, going in there, commanding the huddle, making good decisions, I want to see what he's looking like a Friday against a, a, a pretty solid Cincinnati Bengals defense. And to be honest with you, man, you preach it to the choir. Because here's the thing, man. <laughs> like, when you think about, like you said, you got the four games last last year. We saw how the progression. Right. Each game, he got better, right? Yeah. Like, you can literally, like, tangibly see, okay, this is what, okay, this guy's actually learning. He's actually yeah. getting better on the fly, you know, uh, in, right. with in-game experience. So, I think that, for me, I wanted to see him build off that, you know, meaning Arthur Smith. Right. Because, you know, ultimately we know that he makes the decisions as to who's going to play and get that get that burn. Because, like, we're talking about a second-year quarterback, a guy who was a third-round pick. A lot of people thought that, you know, he was probably going to be drafted in the first round. You know, um, yep. Kenny Pickett ended up taking that title. But right. I, I just feel like there's – not there's never too many reps for a, a young quarterback, right? Because exactly. like it, my whole thing is like when you see certain things and team, I know defenses are pretty vanilla when uh, right. when it comes to preseason. However, there are things that you can do and accomplish in the preseason from a quarterback standpoint. And I believe number one is the the guy that I don't know if we're gonna see. I know we I know we say we're gonna see the starters. It's Kyle Pitts. I feel like yeah. that connection. Between yes. those two guys, it's going to be so important this year because we saw how bad it was with the other dude with one. We saw, <laughs> yeah. we, we saw, we Ooh. saw how bad it was with one. It was Man. awful. They Boy, had man. no connection whatsoever. <clears throat> that was like one of those girls that you know what I'm saying you, that you know you surprised she said yes. And then right. y'all go out on the first date, and it probably lasts for about 30 minutes, and y'all went to a restaurant, and you, you almost taken her home within the hour and a half. You know, yeah. it was the, that, was the, that was that situation with, and with the one and, and Kyle Pitts. the whole time. <laughs> right. And she on the phone the whole time. Like, she on the yeah, phone that's the whole time. <laughs> so basically, one and Kyle Pitts was an awkward date last year. You right. know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure. I want to see. I want Desmond Ritter to get in the game enough. Like last week. Get in the game enough to get a couple, you know, targets to Kyle Pitts, see how that thing works, and get some live ball action. I mean, thankfully, we're going to get a chance to see it, you know, on Friday. But I really feel like, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity to be able to build and continue to build that rapport that you need, that you get with your with your number one tight, with your number one tight end, because hey. That's the reason why you drafted him at fourth overall, uh, Dylan. <laughs> exactly. He's got to be your number one weapon. You, you, right. you. He was the highest tight end drafted in what the history of the NFL for a yes. reason. Yeah. He's supposed to be yeah. this special player, and you know, and due to injuries and you know, not very good quarterback play, just to keep it a buck, he yeah, hasn't right. 
had that same production that he had in his rookie year with Matt Ryan. So we got to see some progression this year. We have to see Kyle Pitts get back to having the maybe, you know, closer to the yards that he had. The, 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 the ball is going to be spread around a little bit more because of the talent you have uh, this year. But we got to see the touchdowns, importantly. We got to see him be effective in the red zone, most importantly, as well. So we have to see that. Also, another reason that it's going to be important for Desmond Ritter to get these reps that he's going to get on Friday is just to be able to clean things up with his offensive line, with his receivers, talking about guys getting set, making sure, you know, the, the the snap count is on point, not, you know, not having those penalties that, you know, Arthur Smith and the rest of the Falcons coaching staff talk about wanting to eliminate during the preseason so they don't have them during the regular season. So don't want to see any of the false starts. Don't want to see any of the, uh, the, the, the misalignments or anything like that. So I think those are going to be important as well. So, again, getting those reps with Kyle Pitts, vital making sure that the offense is running like a well-oiled machine vital as well so those are reasons why seeing Desmond Ritter seeing that first team offense all come together on Friday is very very important yes and I and it, like you said like we mentioned like I think I really feel like that it all starts with Kyle Pitts because yes there is there's some rapport with Drake London we saw that in the in those first four Ooh, we games, saw that as man, soon as he got last year that was yeah that was that looked that looked good that, that almost yeah. brought a tear to my eyes like oh man <laughs> <laughs> they connected, you know what I'm saying? They went uh-huh. on the second date and the third right. date and the fourth date. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, they might be He's getting married. About popping the question. Question. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we'll definitely keep an eye on, you know, uh, that Desmond Ritter-Kyle Pitts connection. We hope you keep, keep mm-hmm. an eye on it as well. Also, we'll need you to keep an eye on, how about this? This episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. It is the number one sportsbook in America. Guess what? Football season is about to kick off. We're talking about preseason games already, y'all. And FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. Guess what? Right now, you can uh, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can bet on the Falcons. Hey, you know, hey, this is ATL Day Ones. We rep Atlanta all day. So, yeah, throw a little strange on the Falcons. And when you do throw some strange on the Falcons, you can get bonus bets time every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl. That's the Falcons. You know, you'll get bonus bets for every victory. And you can even bet on the player props, the spreads, the over-unders, and much, much more. And the app is super safe, secure, super easy to use. You don't have to worry about all that, anybody getting your information or anything like that. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash Locked on. It is ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanisha. We got my main man, Dylan Matthews, filling in and all of you everydayers. If you thought rock with Dylan, go ahead and drop it in the comment box. Like, yeah, man, I rock with Dylan. That's my dude. Anytime Tanisha out, come to Dylan. Yeah, go ahead and do that. <laughs> and let you know, Tanisha is coming back. Because, you know, Dylan, people get a little personal. They get possessive on, 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 right. on, on this day. Hey, you know, every day, they be, they be getting, whew. They got to have to kind of fight ones, them out sometimes. They here <laughs> for the day ones. I, I understand it. Look. I would sub Tanitra in for me too if it was me. <laughs> I'm right there with y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. Much respect. Much respect. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, subbing in, how about this? You know, we got the Atlanta Braves. You know, mm-hmm. we know that they are, you know, running away with a division. Yeah. And we know more than likely they're going to be in that number one spot. And right. a lot, there are a lot of conversations being had. Even Spike Lee agrees that they are the best team in Major League Baseball. But I came to that conclusion a lot, uh, a long, long time ago. D. Yeah, like it didn't take me long to figure out. Hey, this is the best team in Major League Baseball. Right. But obviously, with all the injuries to the pitching staff, Max Fried, Kyle Wright, and now here we sit, where you had guys like Bryce Elder struggling. 
Charlie Morton was struggling. Spencer mm. Strider was struggling. Mm-hmm. And now you have Max Free coming back. He had had an amazing uh, um, opening um, uh, in his first game back. He had an amazing yep. outing, amazing outing. Then he had where he struggled a little bit. And then this mm-hmm. last one, he looked really good. Right. And then you have Bryce Elder, seven innings, one, one hit baseball. The yep. bullpen kept it one hit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you had four double plays. The defense was super, superb, superb. But with all that being said, do you see now – Given right now, today, if we had to go into the playoffs as of today, do you feel like the Braves are ready to go on a World Series run? Not just do well in the playoffs. I'm talking about take it all the way. Are you, do you feel like they're ready right now at this moment? Oh, yeah. They're ready. I mean, you got Matt Olsen on a tear right now. You have Ron Acuna Jr. doing MVP things, hit another home run last night, stealing bases left and right. Yeah, Ozzy Albies being down, that does hurt. Um, but – with with Nicky Lopez doing what he's doing right now, uh, Vaughn Grissom obviously getting called up, and obviously for Ozzy, I think they're being more precautionary than anything with him being on the ten day IL. So let's just say the playoffs did start today, he will probably miss uh, the, he'll probably miss part of the first series, or maybe even miss the entirety of the first series. But he will be back for the the championship series. So I think we would still be okay. I think we could survive a series without without Ozzy. Because I think another, uh, I think we have plenty of other guys who can step up. Austin Riley's hitting well right now, as well, and I think defensively we'll be good enough uh, with without Ozzy for the first series. So I think we'll be good on that aspect. As far as pitching goes, I think that could be. I'm not talking to you, Siri. But anyways, uh, Siri was up trying to talk. Now. I ain't trying to Damn talk. Damn you, to Siri! Right we're now. doing a show right here. Come on now. <laughs> See, I'm doing something, Siri. But anyway, we're doing something <laughs> with the Braves pitcher right now. It was so. So, so good to see Bryce Elder do what he did last night. Honestly, it was a big sigh of relief to me, and I'm sure all Braves fans listening right now because, like you had said, Bryce Elder had been struggling. Charlie Morton had been struggling. I mean, there was, what, a five, six-game stretch? I can't remember exactly how many games, but there was a stretch where, I mean, like basically all the pitchers didn't get past five innings, and it was like, yo, what's going on with this starting staff right now? Like, what's up? We were taxing the bullpen. So hopefully all those guys have gotten out of this funk, and we'll we'll see Charlie Morton tonight. But it looks like hopefully the starting rotation is getting back into the form that we saw in the first half of the season, like we saw in June when they went on that incredible run. So I believe they are ready because seeing Bryce Elder kind of work the kinks out last night, seeing Max Fried having a uh, having a good outing in his uh, in back, being back at home for the first time in a while, and I think right. Spencer Strider, I think Spencer Strider will be fine. I think Charlie is a is a veteran presence enough. I think he'll be good. So I think the Braves are ready to go on a, a World Series run right now. I think the offense, like they've been doing all year long, will continue to carry this team. And I think even if we get mediocre pitching i think even if we get average pitching i think the offense will be good enough and i think the bullpen who has been pretty solid too they have shaky moments but i think overall if you look at the whole scope of the season so far i think they've been good enough too and uh and and more good than bad over the entirety of the season i think we'd be good even with mediocre pitching but i don't think we would get that right about now seems like the, the, the Charlie Morton's, the Max Freed's, the Bryce Selders, the Spencer Striders of the world who were struggling there for a little bit. I think hopefully that right now they're starting to turn a corner, hitting their second win. And with the Braves bats going the way they are, and if you get good starting pitching right now, like it looks like we're going to start to get again, watch out because the Braves might make a mess of the playoffs in a good way. 
You know what? And and for me, I think like the the the, the X factor in, in all of this, I feel is is Kyle Wright. Yeah. Because like, I, I hate to say this, I I really do. I re- like I really do hate to say this, but Uh-oh. I don't trust Charlie Morton. I don't I don't I don't see trust that. Charlie. I don't trust see Uncle that. Charlie because when you think about he's the old. age, he's getting old. He's mm-hmm. up there, not getting old. He's old. He old. He's up there in age, and then we've seen like how he's kind of tailed off at the end of the season. Would that be in yeah. the season with an injury, you know, right. or, or 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 getting to a point where hey, he's pitching well, but he gets hurt, and like we've seen that happen a, a couple times, and now like you seeing like he just seems like he's just wearing down. So I really feel like Cal Wright is gonna be the X factor, yeah, it's because like we know he's down in Florida, look like he's gonna start doing some more some more uh um. Uh, um, start getting some live bats, you know, um, yep. live at bats, you know, against some guys, and and, and start, start getting that rolling on that end. So you know, it looks like he's still on track to come back around. You know, that's that September time frame, like Alex Anthopoulos talked about at the trade deadline. So, and I, I really feel like that's the, probably the only thing um, that that concerns me at this moment. You know, mm-hmm. because like we know we need three guys. We need yeah. three guys when in, in the rotation in the play, when the playoffs roll around. Yeah. You know, like not many people are going four, you know, four deep in, in a seven game series. So I think that when you have a guy like that, a 20 game winner, you know, potentially coming back. And if he's able to at least be a portion of himself, you're right. Then what we saw last year and given how this offense is playing, like you mentioned, I really feel like they'll, they'll be ready for a World Series run. I'm not too concerned about Ozzy Albies. Like he's, on, he's only yeah. 10 days. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I feel like this is precautionary for, exactly. for the most part. When you talk about soft tissue, yeah, like, you got to you know, be, of course, yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with that because those things, if you don't rest, too, because man, you, oh you God, tear hamstring and, and that that's doing you in. It's done. Yeah. It's a, you're, you it's a done deal. Yeah. Like once you activate that bad boy, it is mm-hmm. you're talking about, Hey, adding on weeks and weeks, you know, to, to be able to come back and be yourself. And then once you come back, then there's a, there's a rehab pro- process. So, I think that the Braves have held that in the, in the best way. They brought up Vaughn Grissom. I, I love what Nicky Lopez is doing right now. So I, I think that overall, you know, the the where I'm concerned is is definitely that Charlie Morton piece because I know how Brian Snicker is and that loyalty and how that works for him. I know he wants to say, hey, that's my, that's my third guy in the rotation. But if Kyle Wright comes back and he starts to give you what we saw last year, you know, when he won 20 games – yeah, um, yeah, he yeah. needs to be number three. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's gonna be a tough conversation, but but that's what that's what we, that's where I feel we need to be headed. And Jarvis, let me ask you this real quick. I actually got two questions for you. Number okay. one, for it, all right, Kyle Wright, mm-hmm. do you think he's going to be able to get enough starts to where the Braves feel comfortable putting him in that in that situation to to play in the postseason because. Right now, the way his timeline is looking, he's what, like mid, early September, some, somewhere yeah, around somewhere that, maybe? Right now, yeah. Yeah. You're so, yeah. well, he, he could probably get in, what, two, three starts at the most before the postseason? Maybe four? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if he gets four, depending on how, obviously, how those four look, I think that's fine. But say he only gets two starts before the postseason is slated to start. Do you think that's enough for you know, Brian Snicker and the Braves to feel comfortable about putting him out there in a, in a playoff situation. I think, I think, I think two is enough to be honest mm-hmm. with you, because that was okay. a number that kind of popped in my mind because yeah. when you think about it, 
like especially like given how the st- those stars go. Like say for instance, yeah. he goes four innings and yeah. he only gives up one run, and, and boom, they go to the bullpen. Yeah. That's good. That's solid. That's good. You know what I mean? Yep. Or if he goes six and gives up two or th- even three runs, oh yeah, I feel that's like good. that's solid enough. Like it's if quality. you give me those two type of those two type of performances, like as long as it's it's not you not operating on extremes. You know, like you're saying, like, oh, right. my God, he, he went five innings and gave up seven runs, <laughs> you know, and then he, came, he then pitched, uh, came back and pitched six scoreless. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if I know, if I'm if I'm getting some consistency, all I'm looking for is consistency between those two starts. I feel like two starts would be enough for you to be able to say, you know what, I think we should be good to go. And, 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 for, and for me, if he's – Giving you the consistency that you can see because Alex Anthopoulos knows, man. We yeah. like, I don't question that dude. If I he sat at the trade Alex. deadline, I trust Alex. I trust double <laughs> A. If he sat up there at that trade deadline and he was talking to all of the, you know, the, the medical staff and, and talking to Snit and all that stuff, he said, you know what? We're good. I don't want to give up Von Grissom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right now. You know, I want to hold on to where I, I want to hold my mule on that one and then we'll see what we got in the near in the near future as well. So because hey, like they they understand what his capabilities are. So, you know, hey, we had we got some horses in the stable, and like you said, Max Fried has turned out well. We we we're starting to see what he why he was the ace of this staff. And then if if Kyle Wright has come back and they get those two starts in, that's all I said. That's all I'm asking mm-hmm. for. If you get those two starts. I really feel like the Braves will be cooking with grease. All right, my other question for you is this. Say there's no Kyle Wright for the postseason for whatever reason. Are you taking – obviously, Spencer and Max are going to be your, your your top two dogs in no particular order. Absolutely. Probably Max first, then Spencer Strider, whatever. Right. You taking Bryce Elder over Charlie Moore at, at this point in time, or are you rolling four deep and just taking all four in and say, look, you know, we – Maybe we go Charlie in, in in game four in case it's a closeout situation. We let the veteran try and be in that situation, and we let Bryce Elder go game three, and maybe we're feeling good. Maybe they go up 2-0 with Max and Spencer. I mean, how are you handling that situation if there's no Kyle Wright? How are you handling the starting pitcher rotation? To be honest with you, I'm going to have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with Bryce, you know, mm-hmm. um, as, my, okay. as my third starter. Um, mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I, I, I really feel like – that 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 age piece, that wearing down piece, is, is yeah. going to come to a head. I, I, feel, I, mean, I really feel like that's where we are right old. now. To be honest with you, man, he's looked tired. Yeah, tired. Controls all over the place. Like yeah. we don't know where the ball's going. Is it going to go into the, the catcher's mitt? Like, or it's going to go into the dirt? Like, right? We're going to walk seven people at one time? Like, oh, so so yeah, it's just been a lot going on with with Uncle Charlie. So I think that mm-hmm. you know Bryce Elder. It would be the choice. So you know you got. Especially now that like he had said, that good start last, uh, last night, it looked like he's he's back to all star Bryce too. So I mean that that makes a case for it as well. Yeah, and and he's the type of guy that you know he doesn't necessarily need uses use power. Mm-mm. You know, so to speak. Nope. He's a location pitcher. You know what I'm saying? Right. He doesn't need strikeout. He's a guy he can get you a, a one and done. Like yep. because those count a lot when you get yeah. into the playoffs. Like those. One pitch count uh, at bats, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like those ground balls, ground ball yeah. pitchers do really well in the playoffs, in, in my opinion. So, especially in the long ball era that we are in Fact. right now in Major League Baseball. So, if we all, man, speaking of long ball, man, we the people been rocking with us for a minute. Yeah. We call them our, our everydayers, Dylan. And yeah. we, we, we just want to say we appreciate you all for rocking with ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanisha each and every day. 
We are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Don't be a hater all your life. <laughs> Come call to the cool kids. You know what I'm saying? Dylan Ross with us. Everybody yeah. rock with us. Random and Michael, John, Michaels, and all the other Michaels in the world. Everybody they rock, rock with ATL Day One. How could you not? If you, listen, if you don't rock with ATL Day Ones, there's something wrong with you. You need to look in the mirror. Something going on internally. It's something on internally. We look internally, man. We getting mental mental health checks on this show and everything. We doing it up today. Yes, sir. But D, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. Dylan, man, when we talk about athletes and what they have to go through, like not only do they have to perform on the field, high level, you know, like, hey, they can lose their job in a second. Somebody can get drafted and take your spot. You know, they on contract, playing for money, like life-changing money and all that stuff, man. Yeah. But, you know, it gets a little weird, you know, <laughs> when you start talking about off-the-field stuff because uh, <laughs> we already know how Jamar Chase is. Like, I don't think there's no question. Well, I don't know. You know, Bengals, like, they might try to figure out a way how to not pay this dude or do something, you know. Yeah, Who knows? yeah ain't no You know, they, they playing around with Joe Bur- Joe Cool or, you know, Joe Burrow, right. you know, like with his contract. So, we don't know exactly. what they're going to do with that. But... The dude, bottom line is, athletes have to deal with a lot. And I think this story right here is, is kind of weird, man. So mm. Jamar Chase has yeah, dealt with a young lady. And yep. I like how TMZ referred to, you know, their encounter as a <laughs> one night of romance. You know, right. <laughs> for, all my, for all my people on the uh-huh. west side, you know, a little ratchery going on, a little one night type situation. <laughs> There's a one night stand, you know, it went yep. down. Uh-huh. Jamar got it in, and then he done moved on. <laughs> now, this happened back in 2021. Oh. And now, Jamar Chase, Dylan, is, has followed, is trying to get a restraining order on a young lady mm. because he, she out here on IG posting stories about a baby, and the baby, oh. is she took a picture of a baby that, that nobody knows who the baby is. They're like, oh, and then goodness. she up here... Taking pictures of posting the posting the phone numbers of him and his mom, posting oh. a picture of his mom, talking about stay away from my from this not your grandchild, just just a lot of little situations on man. So yeah. My question to you is, man, like, is Jamar Chase handling did he was he a part of this? Like, because like you said, given all the things that that I talked about, how athletes have to deal with on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he has some, he was culpable in this? Because like as much as I want to go in on this young lady for doing all this foolishness, right? It got to be more to the story, right? Yeah, usually that, when we when we get two sides of a story, the truth lies somewhere in the middle, right? And with this, even though this young lady is doing some very strange things, has some very strange behavior going on right now. And when this usually happens, I usually tend on the side of the athletes. And, you know, maybe you just picked the wrong one for the night, Jamar. Maybe you just, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you got yourself into something Probably you didn't obviously. quite know you were getting yourself into. Because, you know what? You know, one day is not enough to, to know how a person is going to be for a lifetime. But there, there probably is more to the story. Um, and Jamar just has to make sure this doesn't obviously cause a distraction on the field. I think getting the restraining order is probably the best way start. to go about it. And now definitely yeah. a good start. He just has to make sure he's not into he don't go back and forth with this girl on social media. Just don't give her any attention because any attention you give this situation, you know, anything extra that you do that is unnecessary 
is just going to add fuel to the fire, not in a good way. So I'm I'm leaning towards the side of Jamar, but there probably is maybe a little bit more to the story. And, you know, there, there probably are some things that, that, that we don't know that maybe this young lady was, you know, uh, maybe there were some conversations had between her and Jamar. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But, you know, uh, who knows with this stuff? Because this stuff can get sticky, Jarvis, real, real quick. But yes. But look, yeah. you start I, talking about olive juice, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, <laughs> man, you know, things get a little sticky, Jack. Like, they get a little yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, the main thing for Jamar is to to make sure this does not become a distraction. And look, what you know, uh, just handle this in the most professional manner. But yeah. but man, yeah, I just, and it's scary stuff too when you talk about you know he, she reaching out to his mom, you know, trying to leak phone numbers or whatever. You know, that's when the stuff gets scary. And you know, I think he did the right thing by definitely uh getting the restraint trying to get the restraining order in line but yeah he 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 gonna want to put this fire out as quickly as possible absolutely uh so yeah before we get out of here i gotta talk about this man because i don't know if you know this no you know you know about the kiki Palmer usher situation right? oh yeah oh you yeah how that went down. <laughs> uh-huh baby dad looking real bad right now look oh going out what 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 mr usher don't got involved <laughs> He he, he dropped a video today, Dylan. I, I mentioned it, you know, the pre the pre drop, you know, oh. yesterday, you know, when we got John Michaels filling in. Yeah, but the video dropped today, and Kiki Palmer all up in the videos. He in it, he in it dog. <laughs> man, Look, like, man. is that it? Can this dude even show his face? Like, I nobody Absolutely knows his name. Not. Nobody can remember his name anymore. Like. He was people probably knew his name for like 48 hours and then he just boom went away. Now Usher has kind of I feel like Usher's gotten really gotten involved. Like he's not even an innocent bystander anymore. Nah. Like he's being he's like really petty mongrel. He like exactly. petty mongrel type stuff right now. <laughs> but man, like it this I I mean I defended Kiki, but like this may have seemed like it might be a, just a little bit too much. I mean, I don't know the, what you see. The, the Jarvis is a straight up troll job. This is a straight up troll <laughs> like, job. The biggest Usher one ever. He's straight trolling this man. And I and last I heard, I do not think the two are together anymore. Yeah, so, they can't, no way. There's no way. No way they can't. No, because no way this got nah, signed nah. off. This video got signed off on unless nah, you know, unless he agreed to split the bag with him or something. But or anywho, something. yeah, yeah, this is just the ultimate troll job. And look. I ain't mad at it. You know, their business is their business. And, you know, obviously they're with them having a child together, they're going to have to interact with each other in some way, shape or form for the rest of their lives. Sure. But yeah, this ultimate troll job, man, look, do only way Duke can show his face is if he pulling up on Usher, he, he trying to throw the Dukes up. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's the only way, <laughs> only way he could pull up on, he could pull up on the scene in public is, is he, if he's going to Vegas to fight Usher on site, that's that the only way. That would make it worse though. That would make yeah. it worse. And then that would make it worse. Cause then you just look trouble. extra bothered. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do you don't think the boyfriend, cause another, the name of the song is called, the name of the song is boyfriend. Right. You don't right. think it's gonna be a boyfriend part two to come on? And, oh, and yeah. then everybody and their mama gonna be waiting for that video to premiere as well on you on yeah. Usher's YouTube page. He you better know? just and you don't think die, Jarvis. Kiki gonna get collect another check for being the main star in the video. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, man, see, that's why I say, man, entertainers are going to win because yep. that's what they do for a living. This is what they do for mm-hmm. a living. Usher knows what time it is. He knows how he is with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
bro, just be cool, man. Like, yep. you had a baby Lay by low. this woman. Yep. And apparently, y'all, they were engaged too. So, right. Like, this dude messed up. He yeah, messed he. Up everything. He, he fumbled it the all bag. up, bro. You fumbled it. You fumbled the bag. Now he just needs to lay low. He just needs to lay low. Maybe go either try to uh, uh, go beg for Kiki back. Look, I wouldn't even be embarrassed. I'll be, I'll be begging for Kiki back right about now. I'll be, Kiki, please. I'm sorry, Kiki. I won't trip no more. Look, if, if you go wear that dress again, please, Let's you can go back. Let's just have wear the same dress. I don't care, Kiki. Please take me back. So either that, lay low, or I'll find you a nice, you know, maybe non-celebrity lady. Find you someone, you know, who's who's yeah, a little man. bit less in the public eye. Yeah. Because obviously yeah, you maybe you may be not you ready for what that. comes with He's that. So yeah, dude just need to lay low. <laughs> it's very, very apparent that that man is not ready. Um, <laughs> we thank you guys for uh being ready to make ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. Remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast, wherever you download the podcast. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Also, if you have not liked or subscribed to our YouTube channel, what the hell are you <laughs> waiting on? Um, I need you to go ahead and do that right now. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell, and I promise you, we'll pop right up every single day. Dylan, my man, I appreciate you. And you also, know. people, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. And let, before we get out of here, got to make sure, make sure, make sure if you don't do anything else with your lives, make sure that you share love, show love, and most importantly, spread love. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.